0: Welcome to the Mama Matters podcast. Whether you're expecting, you've recently given birth, or you're just starting along your fertility journey, it's time to get down to the nitty gritty and sort fact from fiction. I'm your host, Rosie Dumbrell, physiotherapist and pregnancy expert. Mama Matters aims to provide an easily digestible, up-to-date and evidence-based approach to pregnancy, birth and motherhood, with a side dose of humour along the way. Interviews from the industry's leading experts and experience of my own adventures as a mother to three gorgeous Boys under four. I want to share the stuff that helps to grow confidence throughout motherhood. Mama Matters is a podcast by Lenny Rose Active, and this is what you can expect to hear in upcoming episodes. So, I think we it might come as a shock for a lot of women to know that your calorie requirements are actually increased in breastfeeding in comparison to pregnancy. So, you, you know, your body takes more energy to produce breast milk than it does to grow a baby, which is crazy, but also. So at the same time, you are completely nourishing a whole other human being. So in some ways, it does make sense as well. Hi ladies, today's episode 20 is with me, Rosie Dumbrell, founder of Lenny Rose Active and host of the podcast. I am my own interviewee, which speaks to how much I love talking, <laughs> but I really love it, talking about all things pregnancy, uh, motherhood, birth, and you know, everything in between. And so today I wanted to just shed a really, I guess, you know, a small amount of light on the topic of pregnancy weight gain, because I know it's something. Thing that, uh, you know, a lot of women are Googling and something that a lot of us uh, think about and are concerned about. I and mean, we really want to just think about what's healthful in terms of the whole realm of pregnancy weight gain. So my background is in physiotherapy. I am a certified pregnancy and wellness practitioner and a mum of three boys and have had my own journeys, obviously throughout pregnancy. And, you know, I am really, really passionate about helping women to stay, you know, I guess happy and healthy in their own skin throughout this period. So just a little snippet of information uh, with regards to this. It's not all encompassing, but I wanted to get you thinking about the whys behind, you know, the health side of pregnancy weight gain. I hope you enjoy. So today I wanted to just touch briefly around the topic of pregnancy weight gain and you know it's not something I like to personally focus on a lot especially in terms of an aesthetic thing. I think pregnancy is a time where we you know really embrace the beautiful changes in our body and it can be a really healing opportunity for those of us with body image I guess troubles or worries and I certainly found that throughout my pregnancy journeys and and into that postpartum period that you know I've definitely become a lot kinder. And a lot more connected to my body from having gone through the transition of pregnancy and motherhood. But you know, when we're looking, you know, as a pregnancy business, we obviously look at what women are searching for when they're they're looking on Google and they're typing in uh, pregnancy weight gain and pregnancy weight gain calculator quite a lot. And so we know that this is something that our ladies are generally very interested in and want to be able to provide the right information for you. I certainly, you know, have expressed many many times that one of the reasons for this podcast. is existing is to save you from Dr. Google and from the middle of the night forum reading that, you know, from my own experience often leads to more alarm and more questions rather than, you know, necessarily really answering with good quality information. And so that's a really, really big reason for wanting to, to share this information. So, you know, what is normal in terms of weight gain in pregnancy really is it's an individual thing based on your current or you know pre-pregnancy what's called BMI or body mass index and it's a little bit of an outdated uh, way of measuring the sort of health of a person in terms of their height to weight ratio but it's something that is still used to a certain extent and you know in, in a broad sense I guess to help uh, understand the level of uh, obesity or the level of you know weight distribution in in a person and so when pregnant the healthy weight range that is recommended to gain does depend on this BMI. So if you are in a healthy weight range, which puts you in a BMI of 18 and a half to 24.9, or just under that 25, the recommended weight gain should be between around 11 and 16 kilos. And so that is yeah again based on being at a healthy weight range when you fall pregnant. For a woman who's underweight when she falls pregnant, so under a BMI of sort of around 18 and a half, then you know, she really is encouraged and needs to gain more than that. So around that sort of sixteen to to twenty in terms of the amount of weight that she is encouraged to gain. And then someone who is in a uh, over the healthy weight range when they fall pregnant, so above a BMI of twenty five, they are encouraged to gain less, so under ten kilos. And this will be something that you know, if you're not in that healthy weight range, if you're in the under overweight or in the, the overweight category, it would be something definitely to be discussing particularly with your healthcare provider. So the information that we're providing is obviously quite general and you may have specific circumstances which, you know, preclude you either way from being in, in those sort of general brackets of, of what is healthy for you. So absolutely always consulting with your, your healthcare provider. With regards to the sort of rate of weight gain, it can be very, very individual. So some women will find they put on a lot of weight in the first trimester and then it sort of steadies out or sort of continues to slowly rise. Others will not gain a lot in that sort of first and early second trimester and then sort of steadily put weight on throughout the sort of rest of the pregnancy. So you know, again, it is really an individual thing and often it's quite related to how much morning sickness you have, therefore your sort of dietary habits and exercise habits, because sometimes you just physically, you know, you just have a lot of aversions or specific foods that you might be feel like you're restricted to. And you also may not feel well enough to exercise at your, your usual capacity. I do find that light exercise does help with morning sickness, even if it's walking, you know, it helps to sort of, you know, take your mind off things. If nothing else, I definitely found all throughout all three pregnancies with pretty severe morning sickness that that definitely some light movement was helpful. But, you know, every woman's weight gain journey in terms of whether they you know gain steadily or whether it's sort of early and then plateaus out and then sort of picks up a bit towards the end, it's very, very individual. So the one thing I wanted to mention and for you to watch out for is if you have a very rapid weight gain of, you know, more than a kilo or two in in, in a couple of days, if you sort of suddenly have a spike, especially if you have any other sort of symptoms like fluid uh, obvious fluid uh, retention and, you know, feeling a headache or, or dizzy, things like that. You definitely want to talk to your doctor. It could be that you have, uh, you know, it's signaling that you've got preeclampsia or that you know, hypertension related to pregnancy. So watch out for a very rapid jump in your weight in a short period of time and definitely speak to your, to your doctor. In terms of the reason why we want to have some knowledge around pregnancy weight gain, uh, it's for a couple of reasons. Your own health is a really, really big one. So when we have excessive weight gain, there are a number of things that we put ourselves at risk of. Not only is there more physical discomfort, more pain that is you know, potentially going to arise in the lumbar spine, the pelvis, uh, just general aches and pains, joint pain, foot pain, because we already have the flattening and the sort of extra load on the arches of the feet. So we have all of those uh, kind of physical aches and pains that can happen when we have excessive weight gain. We can also, uh, obviously, the more weight we gain, the more likely we are to have a larger baby. And that's obviously can create delivery complications. And then, you know, other than, than the sort of, you know, really obvious ones, we also have increased risk of things like gestational diabetes, hypertension, and cardiac problems, just to, you know, name but the tip of the iceberg. And so, you know, trying to, I guess, not overly focus on it, but also just being conscious of moving our bodies regularly and eating a nutritious and varied diet uh, are probably the simplest things that we can do rather than stressing about the number of calories that we need per day. I think quite often, especially in first pregnancy, women can find that it's an opportunity to, uh, you know, give in to all of the cravings and, you know, eat everything under the sun because because we live in such a restrictive society where, you know, most women are on a diet most of the time or have a restrictive eating pattern. And pregnancy can be one of those times where women tend to let that go. And so that, I guess, is is one of the dangers is that we sort of end up going a little bit bananas and suddenly everything that was off limits, if you have a restricted sort of way of eating, is now, uh, is now on the limits, I guess, uh, so to speak. And so, you know, that can sort of lead to, yeah, I guess, Excessive weight gain. It can be really hard if you have significant morning sickness and you know the stats around numbers of women suffering from morning sickness really vary anywhere between 50 and sort of 70 percent of women might experience morning sickness and in which case you will have significant aversions to a lot of food um, and then you may or may not have specific cravings. In my experience it was definitely more aversions and the capacity only to eat white foods <laughs> for a really long time. So a lot of carb laden foods, which to be honest, I normally feel uh, more energetic and more healthy on a a diet that is more higher in fats and lower in carbohydrates. Uh, So it's it's a huge switch up for me in pregnancy and to suddenly, you know, to be someone who has a plant-based diet and to not be able to tolerate anything green or fruity or (laughs) with any amount of fiber or nutrition in it and to be, you know, pretty much stuck to to, to, bread and oats, potatoes, yogurt, (laughs) those sorts of things. Yeah. But you know, a lot of that may or may not be in your control as to the types of foods that you can tolerate. So keeping things plain, but you know, if you do have morning sickness, eating small amounts and frequently will help that rather than sort of, you know, eating half a loaf of bread (laughs) One time, and yeah, I think definitely not beating yourself up for a change in dietary habits in pregnancy because your body's pretty wise, and you know, if you sort of intuitively listen to what it's asking for, and that is different to you know, I guess suddenly dropping any food rules or restrictions that you might have just generally in life. It's very, very different to actually listening in and tuning to what your body's asking for. You'll definitely know what your body's asking for and what it's asking for you not to consume. Quite strongly if you do have morning sickness. And then there's those lucky women who don't have morning sickness and they may just experience increased fatigue, which might lead to to eating a little bit more. increased hunger, there's sort of surges throughout the pregnancy where your baby will be growing more or there's sort of different hormonal things happening where you'll feel an increase in appetite. And that's absolutely fine. So I think the biggest uh, piece of advice is to continue to move your body every day. And if you go back and listen to one of our earlier podcasts we talk about the, you know, the sort of pregnancy exercise Bible. So that's a really great um, foundation for you if you're unsure about what's sort of safe and um, recommended for pregnancy in terms of movement. So definitely go back and listen to that. And if you have been too sick in that first trimester, then, you know, just getting gently back into some movement of some form each day, walking, yoga, something light until you sort of start to get your energy back up and you start to build back up to uh, a little bit more towards that recommendation of moving to the tune of that sort of you know 30 to 45 minutes a day so that's you know one really really big tip to just help you know I guess move towards that healthy weight gain trajectory and you know if you're unsure about whether or not you might be meeting your nutrition requirements then going and seeing a dietitian is a really great I guess uh, mainstay or way to sort of help you feel a little bit more um, confident taking a pregnancy multivitamin and you know most of the research suggests that that the, uh, you know, the pre-conception and pregnancy multivitamins are best taken in that pre-conception phase and in that first sort of six to 12 weeks of growing your baby. And, you know, in my experience, uh, we fell pregnant very quickly. So I didn't take any of the, the pre-conception stuff and then very severe morning sickness. And so I was unable to tolerate the multivitamins. So, you know, there's, there's general advice and then there's just doing what you can. And so I then started to take Maldivite, could tolerate them um, which was sort of later down in pregnancy and it's not going to do you any harm but you do want to make sure you have those important nutrient boxes covered and again you can go back and listen to uh, I think it's episode 11 where we chat to beautiful dietitian Amy G Noddy around meeting your pregnancy nutrition requirements. Yeah so we do want to consider for health you know keeping ourselves moving and Uh, you know, eating in a way that is healthful and just in line with being intuitive with your body and the sort of ups and downs in your energy and the growth patterns of your baby along the way. In terms of actual calorie requirements, there is no increased need for calories in that first trimester. Uh, They go up a little bit in the second trimester to the tune of around 300 calories and then a little bit more in that third trimester, you know, to the tune of about another 300 calories. So it's not a lot of uh, additional uh, food that we need to sustain human life. And again, you know, eating intuitively that little bit more when you're feeling hungry and throughout different periods of the pregnancy will really sort of hold you in good stead. So I think we, it might come as a shock for a lot of women to know that your calorie requirements are actually increased in breastfeeding in comparison to pregnancy. So, you, you know, your body takes more energy to produce breast milk than it does to grow a baby which is crazy, but also at the same time, you are completely nourishing a whole other human being. So in some ways it does make sense as well. So we will do an additional separate episode around gestational diabetes and gestational hypertension and sort of, you know, those other sort of health risks as well. So I'm not going to delve into that right now, but just wanted to give you a little tip of the iceberg on the reasons why we want to have some understanding of what is a healthy weight gain and, and sort of how to move. Healthfully throughout the pregnancy to motherhood journey. So you can hit me up over at Lenny Rose Active or send us a DM, a, an email to the website, hello at Lenny Rose And yeah, go back and listen to those couple of other episodes around exercising pregnancy and nutrition in pregnancy to help uh, you move optimally throughout the journey. And always, always uh, consulting with your healthcare professional with regards to you know, what might be appropriate for you if you do have any special circumstances, uh, complications, contraindications, and if you are in those outlying underweight or overweight category outside that sort of 18 to 25 or so with your BMI. Uh, I hope you found that useful and can't wait to chat to you ladies again soon. If you're loving what you're listening to, please give us a shout out with our screenshot in the episode that you're listening to and popping it up on your stories, tagging at Lenny Rose Active, And at some point, point I will get a separate page for the podcast but juggling three little humans a podcast a business and we are also uh, soon to be popping up a platform where you can join an online membership for pregnancy and postpartum exercise so it's really exciting too and so maybe once all of that is a little bit more under control we will have a separate page for the Mama Matters podcast (laughs) but until then stay tuned stay safe and And shout out if you have any special requests for content. Thanks, ladies. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Lenny Rose Active, Australian owned, three times mum and physiotherapist designed, luxe, active and technical wear for the pregnancy to motherhood journey. You can find us on lennyroseactive.com.au or on Instagram at lennyroseactive.